I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. You're listening to Muses and Stuff. This is the podcast that's all about the dolls. They were the groupies, the wives, the girlfriends, and the muses who played such a huge role in rock and roll history by simply being themselves. They were sweet, sexy, brave, and powerful. They went after what and who they wanted, and they made no apologies. We are your hosts, Shanti and Lynx. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Electrified Porcupine. Electrified Porcupine is a pretty kick-ass website where you can go and read and learn all about music, gaming, wrestling, retro, TV, movies, cartoons, and collectible toys. So go to electrifiedporcupine.com and have a look around. See what you like. Testing. And this looks like it's recording. Perfect. Okay. So, hello. Hello. Hi. Right. <clears throat> Thank you so much for welcoming me to Lee's Palace. No problem. So what you're doing right now, I don't know if I explain this, but you are... Oh, this is a bit open window. There's no way to close that. Okay. So you are going to be on a podcast called Muses and Stuff. And it's a podcast about legendary music muses and super groupies. So like the women right from the 60s to present day who consider themselves groupies. And now there's like third generation feminist groupies out there being like, we're groupies, we're happy about it. Rock and roll. Band-Aids. God bless you. 
Yeah, so bandies is a rock and roll term that yeah, kind of pro term for almost famous. Yes. And so if you're hearing a lot of background noise right now, that's because, what's this band here? The Flatliners. The Flatliners are maybe doing sound checks soon, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Luke, Kyle, yeah. and Ross. Hello. Of, of the Dirty Now. Hi. Hello. And so I ran into you at Tadwell, you having a taco, and reintroduced ourselves. But yes. we've actually met before in Peterborough. In Peterborough, okay. Five years ago. Oh. At the Spill? At the Spill. And then after you guys played your show at the Spill, I was living above it at the right. time. Right, okay, that was you. That was me. So they came up to my room, and for I don't know how long... A while. A while. Are there lofts up there, like BAM lofts, or is that? There used yeah. to be. So there used to be rooms that people could, like a big room that the bands could stay in mm-hmm. when they were in Peterborough. And then one guy who took the room after me when I moved out was like smoking out the window. And the one rule was never to smoke out the window. Oh, no, 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 never smoke. Just don't smoke up there. Like sex. Rock and roll, whatever. Just no, like, drugs or cigarettes up there. Just don't do it. And he did it. And the landlord caught him, and the whole thing was shut down. Ah, damn. Such a shame. So, the garden being... Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that doesn't exist anymore. But these guys played for me for, like, I don't know, a good hour. Yeah, we played yeah. two songs on acoustic. Yeah, we were all pretty tuned up that night. Yeah. And played some David Bowie, which was really nice. But what ended up happening was I was finishing my Bachelor of Education and I needed something to kind of occupy myself and keep me busy. And so I was like recording some friends or I knew I was like in a, in a nice time of rock and roll and Kimber was great. So I wanted to like document a little bit. But then I realized that I knew nothing about like editing or like sound quality or anything like that. So then I just shelved everything and then was really embarrassed about it for a good four years. But now you're here. And I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. So in the last five years since I've seen you and now I'm meeting you for the first time, I'll just tell you what I've been up to. Did my Bachelor of Education, moved to Halifax. I've been teaching and got my yoga certification. So that's in a nutshell. Namaste, what I've been doing. And Lynx is my co-host, and so I have a co-host of the podcast, but she couldn't be here. She's got to work. So what have you guys been doing? Just this. A lot of this. Luke graduated university yesterday. Congratulations. I kind of graduated university at one point. You got your degree. But uh, other than that, we've just been playing a lot. We put out a record. Put out a few things since then. It's really good. Yeah, let's yeah, see. I really like it. Since 2012, we released probably uh, two or three seven inches and uh, ten inch. We released our full length debut, Higher Power, in uh, February of 2016, and we have just released our compilation record, Minimum R and B, uh, with all of our early 7-inch material and 10-inch material on it, plus a new song, and uh, that came out uh, earlier this month, and um, yeah, that, that about brings us up to date. We've just been doing a lot of touring, 
here and in Europe. We went, we went to Australia in January. Um, did done a lot of trips around the United States, and uh, this is just the very end of this Canadian tour that we're doing with the Flatliners and Sam Coffey and the Iron Lungs, and then we're heading immediately over to Germany for summer festivals. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you been enjoying the touring the most? Europe. Who has the oh, most space? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> There are lovely ladies all across this goddamn planet. But, uh, sure are. We really like going to uh, Europe a lot because uh, the backstage food is always on point. And uh, it's uh, it's just fun being in another country where they don't really speak your language. Uh, or they, they do. A lot of Germans speak English, but... Um, it's uh, you find yourself in funny situations that um, kind of uh, break up what can be the monotony of touring. So um, we, we very much so enjoy Europe, but that's not to say that we don't uh, love uh, bringing uh, rock and roll music to uh, our own Canadian people as well, and uh, those folks down south. Well, I'm excited to see you guys tonight for the first time in five years. We're excited to play. So if you've been touring so much, what have you been doing to take care of yourselves? Have you guys been doing the, like, hard partying, uh, drinking a lot? Or do you need a yoga instructor certified who has the summer months off to accompany you? Uh, well, when, when I'm home, I usually do, I uh, exercise a lot just in different ways, but uh, ride my bike a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a lot of different kinds of, like, yoga and stuff like that. I've done different kinds of like weightlifting and stuff, but when we're on tour, um, it kind of depends on what our circumstances are like, uh, what our accommodations are like on that specific tour, but uh, I usually try and do a, a plank every day and, uh, and uh, just push-ups and uh, drink lots of water. And uh, But that's not to say that we don't uh, fucking raise hell. Uh, <laughs> you gotta choose your nights. You gotta choose your nights. I mean, every night is Friday night for us, so, uh, or it has the potential to be, so, um, you kind of have to, if you want to do this as a career and you want to have any kind of longevity and uh, um, any kind of hope to continue advancing, you've got to take care of yourself. Yeah, you do. You can just check in your budget, in your tour budget, whatever, see if you have oh, not that part. for a yeah. yoga instructor. Yeah. Just let me know. Think about it. All right. And just get back to me. Uh, we'll, we'll have our people talk to your people. Thank you. Um, Ross and I also have a really good scheme that we've been using on the last tour of uh, walk, going at gyms and saying, we're very interested in uh, maybe purchasing a membership here, but we we're wondering if we could get a trial workout. Yeah. It worked every time. Every time. Except one, once on opposite different occasions I had to pay once and Luke had to pay once that's brilliant yeah good for you guys it was awesome it was uh so pro tip out there for all you aspiring uh, travelers or touring musicians just uh never pay feign interest in actually obtaining a membership and uh, you can get a lot of things out of people that's awesome um I was in Peterborough not too long ago for the the network that Muses and Stuff is on is from the Peterborough Independent Podcasters. So we've been with them for a while now, and uh, they had like a live podcast taping, so I wanted to talk about some Peterborough experiences. So one thing that we talk about with groupies and stuff like that, a lot of the times, um, you know, people think groupies and they're like sluts and, you know, 
that, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, sure, yeah, great, that's a part of it. But that's not always a part of it. We kind of look at all different kinds of fandom, from the people standing in front of the stage, people who go repeatedly to shows. I'm sure you see some familiar faces. And that time that we had in Peterborough, um, that was just a, um, a, a nice little private concert in my room, and that's all it was, unfortunately. Um, I told that one of that that was one of my Peterborough stories when I was up in front of everybody, uh, just telling them about some Peterborough times and what Peterborough had done. And then when I finished, I came off of the stage, and a guy stopped me, and he was like. I know that band. I was their cab driver once, and I don't know if it was in Hamilton, but he said that you guys were very, very rowdy in his cab, and you got pulled over by the cops, but you somehow talked the cop out of getting him a ticket. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He said you were really drunk, so maybe you don't remember it, but... I, I Yeah, I... I uh that that is likely that that happened, but I, given the circumstances that I guess you've already revealed, um, mm-hmm. few and far details uh, still remain. I think uh, in, um, either of uh, our minds, if it did, but certainly not denying it. All right. Um, I noticed that uh, when you're on stage, sometimes you wear like a shirt with stars on it, right? That I do. So now that you're um, getting to where you are now, you guys want to know? That's pretty big. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, my podcast was nominated for an award. Ooh. We didn't win, but it wasn't about that. We still got to go party on the top of the scene It's all that matters. It's all that matters, but congratulations. Thank you. Um, are people starting to like, because I, I had brought you guys like a token of thanks that I'll give you afterwards, but I was thinking like, what can you get? What, what can you get for the band who has everything? Do you find that people are like bringing you striped shirts or like gifts or? People have given me various uh um, shirts with stars and stuff yeah. and gi- gifted me things like that um, people have given us a lot of uh, like drawings of us and stuff like that and, yeah. um, uh, get a lot of uh, demos and um, that kind of thing a lot of free food treats, cakes that's nice. <laughs> and does anybody ever come to the show wearing the stars? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Backpacks. People give me bubble yeah, gum. Some free backpacks and bags. I blow bubbles on stage, so people give me pillows. Yeah. Mattresses. Hmm, I'm trying to get uh, sponsored by like Casper mattress because they give you a free mattress. They gave us one, yeah. What? You got one? Oh, well, yeah. What did you know? It's in the Shit. mail. How? Yeah. Which one of you is going to get it? I don't know. Well, we haven't talked about that. We what, live together so we you do. can all rotate? Yeah, well, this is like a monthly, uh, it's a timeshare. Yeah. It's a timeshare. It's a timeshare, man. The MVP yeah. of every month will get to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Are people um, asking for autographs? Yeah. 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 We sign a lot of shit. I got asked my, for my autograph for the first time today. Oh, really? Ever. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I went to my old school that I used to work at last year. they just be like, hey, everybody, remember me? And uh, they did. And one of my students, my students from last year, was so excited that she was like, Madame, can I have your autograph? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And so I took that as a good sign of like, Superstar. And then I saw her out on the playground and she just had it with her. Nice. 
become a little bit uh, annoyed with uh, but I've, I've been able to tune it out but people trying to start conversations with me while I'm trying to fucking play uh, that's uh, and it's, it's, a, it's funny but it's also like when they won't stop trying to get my attention to uh, deliver some sort of innocuous uh, comment or a question uh, that, that somehow just can't wait until we're done playing what kind of question? It, uh, it it is stupidest shit ever. Just like, um, uh, let me think. What gauge of strings are you using? Like <laughs> fucking, who cares? Like, ask me later. I'll be, I will be over at our merch table, signing babies. You can ask me then. I remember the one time. Remember, it was like a long, long time ago. It was it was like five years ago, but we played the Holly Show, and that guy from our high school, Dave Schmidt, drunkenly came on stage during the set and leaned into me and just went, "Dude, you've been going to the gym." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Get the 
fuck out of here. Yeah. That is the best. Yeah. yeah. So um, literally, I was so dumb. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, sometimes guys are the worst for that, wanting to get up on stage and and whatever. Yeah. But sometimes I like to hang around too and just watch the people who are just waiting around. Sometimes people like wait at the front of the stage and they grab the set list, like oh, yeah. fandom, groupydom, all of that. It's like it's a really it's a big thing and it's fun to talk about. It. Frank Zappa was a big. Uh, a uh, big believer and a big supporter of groupies and especially like those girls that got out in front of the stage and they like made all of the vibes good so that people weren't punching each other yeah. Yeah. but they just made everybody feel happy and good and dancing and, and make people feel like uh, or bands feel like when they come to town that taken care of yeah it's a bit yeah, of a home away sure. from home like i don't have to explain it's to a you. support system there's, there's usually yeah. a lot of smiles in the crowd at a dirty nail concert yeah <laughs> it's a lot of smiles Rock and roll's just a lot more fun when it's not all dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could say pretty decisively that's just, uh, you get a good balance of uh, ladies and dudes, then, um, then it's, it's much better vibes than uh, shirtless men punching each other in front of their band. I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll do a little bit of goofy trivia, right. and then... I'll let you go eat your tacos. But I'm gonna ask you when you're on stage, I'm like, hey! What did you get on your taco? <laughs> How is your taco? Would you go back? Yeah. Um, Four okay. out of five? Three out of five? <laughs> Please respond. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you yeah, later. Yeah. No, I'll just get up on stage and yeah. whisper it to you. Okay, I'm just gonna ask the questions on the top of my head um, about groupies. Okay, which groupie, and it'll be multiple choice, otherwise, like, how the hell are you supposed to know? Yeah. So, which groupie, or, yeah, taught Elvis how to dance, kiss, and make love? Was it Priscilla, Elvira, also known as Cassandra Peterson, or Tura Satana, a.k.a. Miss Japan Beautiful? Ooh, Damn. I want to say Miss Japan Beautiful because I think that name is sick but Parks Ed knows it is definitely not Priscilla because she was like 16 years old um, yeah what does she know but it's B it's B I'm saying it's, I'm saying it's Elvira it's Elvira mm-hmm. Mistress of the Dark Elvira mm-hmm. It was Tura Satana. I was right! Oh, so, Tura Satana is Miss Japan Beautiful. She's a sick name. Yeah, so she was half Hawaiian and half Japanese. So her mom taught her how to dance. And she was with Elvis before all of those women were. So Elvis ended up kind of molding Priscilla into what would look like um, Tura. And okay. he proposed to her and she said no because the colonel was an asshole. And so... It just didn't end up happening. But she ended up keeping the engagement ring that Elvis gave her. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch a video of her and Pamela DeVar talking about that. That's um, crazy. Yeah, That's so she's crazy. amazing. And then Elvira, she became Elvira. She yeah. was Cassandra Peterson. And she used, or she still is, but she actually got red hair underneath that black wig. And she was a showgirl in Vegas. And Elvis actually gave her the information to, like, do more than that. Like, I see. Like, go and, and be a little bit more. He gave her a couple singing lessons on the piano, and then she eventually turned into Elvira. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Never knew that. There you go. That's what the podcast is about. It's about educating, too, about, like, these badass women who were kind of, like, pushed to the Yeah, side. yeah, yeah. So, another question that I'll ask you is, which groupie was... 
has been like famously called, uh, or has famously said that she is fluent in three languages and three Rolling Stones. <laughs> Was it Marianne Faithful, Anita Pallenberg, or Bianca Jagger? Is Anita Pallenberg. Final answer. Final answer. Absolutely, yeah. It was Anita Pallenberg. So she she just died the other day. Um, But she was with David Jones first, and then she left him for Keith. He stole her while Brian was in the hospital. And then it said that, like, suspected that she had an affair with Mick Jagger on the set of performance, but she never confirmed it. Good, how are you doing? I'm sorry, just wanted to scope it. Promise that you can get in on the last, on the last uh, <laughs> trivia question. No, it's okay, I'll leave you guys Okay, um, which groupie uh, lost her virginity to David Bowie? Was it Pamela DeBar, Sybil Starr, or Lori Lightning? Sybil Starr, final answer from Luke. It was Lori Lightning. Damn it. So originally named Lori Maddox. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she was friends with Sybil, and they hung around a lot. But uh, she was pretty young, so we haven't even we haven't done an episode on her yet because we don't know how we want to go about it because she was 13 and 14 years old, and a lot of this stuff happened. Yeah. With Jimmy Page and yeah. and David Bowie. But um, Pamela DeBar is like the queen, yeah. so she has interviewed a lot of these women and has written about them in her books, and they've like talked themselves. And um, Lori was like, it was a great experience. We had a bath together. He was so lovely, and it was like I wouldn't take it back. So after she went from David Bowie, she went to Jimmy Page. A whole other can of worms. Yeah, a whole other can of worms, which we'll have an episode on one of these days. Okay. Well, that's awesome. it. Well, thanks for well, having me. Thank you very much. much. This it was, was very fun. fun. Thank you so much. Okay, good. So, enjoy your sound check. Enjoy your tacos. And I'll link up all of your shit on the uh, internet. Thank you. Thank you very much. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.